Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my Disneyland trips or from my podcast studio. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits and a special end-of-the-year gift. Thanks to e-ticket patrons Tania, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, and Russ Romano, C-Ticket patrons Series Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Brian Crawford, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Coat, Monica Seats Vega, and Scott Cagle, B-Ticket patrons The Riley Family, and special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelica Nablock, The All Aboard Podcast, and Ana Fiches de Lectores. I am your host, your post host, Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Upjohn Company Pharmacy on Main Street at night. If you look closely, you can see part of the Crystal Arcade sign on the far left. On the back, it reads The Upjohn Company's Old Fashioned Drug Store in Disneyland. Over 1,000 pharmaceutical antiques, including a giant mortar above the entrance, are displayed in this Victorian establishment. It's postmarked July 15, 1957, with a La Jolla cancel and a red two-cent Thomas Jefferson postage stamp, Scott number 1033. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, July 14, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. The weather was a high of 88 and a low of 58. Park attendance that day was 19,019. It's addressed to a Mrs. Bill Bansmer of San Francisco, California. It reads, Hi, May. We have seen Disneyland, Hollywood, Knott's Berry Farm, Marineland, now at La Jolla. We have a nice house here, one block from the beach, and tennis and golf club. Really terrific. We'll be here until the 24th. Love to all. Dot. Disneyland guests would frequently see a Carnation Company truck parked across from the Upjohn Pharmacy on Center Street. The truck was more than just decoration or theming for Main Street. The Carnation Milk Company wanted to be the sole distributor for dairy products at Disneyland. The challenge was keeping ice cream stocked with limited space for freezers. Bob Gurr was given the assignment to create an antique-looking dairy delivery truck. Using a Model A chassis and some old Carnation advertisements, which included pictures of the old delivery vehicles, Bob made a suitably-themed truck that could drive backstage to a larger freezer and deliver ice cream to the Carnation Ice Cream Parlor on Main Street, now home to the Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor and Carnation Cafe, and eventually down to the Carnation Plaza Gardens, which is now the Princess Fantasy Fair. Enfield Post just celebrated five years. I hope you were following her on Instagram because there was an awesome 30% deal on our Etsy store. I just went there and saw some Grand Canyon stamps that would pair well with a particular Disneyland postcard. You can head over to Etsy and explore all the different vintage stamps that you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Etsy and Instagram for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has Main Street USA at night. You can see all the building lights on, and at the end of Main Street, a dimly lit Sleeping Beauty castle. There are even some Main Street vehicles driving down the street. On the back it reads, Main Street at Night, a night view of Disneyland's Main Street, the America of the 1890-1910 era. 
where the gaslight is gradually being replaced by the electric lamp. It's postmarked April 22, 1962, with a strike back at cancer, give American Cancer Society cancel, and a three-cent purple Statue of Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Saturday, April 21st, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. The weather was a high of 78 and a low of 46. Park attendance that day was 19,399. It's addressed to Mrs. Mabel Barry of Seattle, Washington. It reads, Hi, we have had a big day. We also heard the opening of the fair in Seattle. See you, love, M and F. The fair mentioned in the postcard was the 21st Century Exposition, or Seattle's World Fair in 1962. April 21st was the opening day of the fair and Seattle Space Needle. A monorail was built for the expo by the Alweg Monorail Company, the same company who worked with the Imagineers for Disneyland's 1959 monorail edition. Walt Disney personally visited the fair in September of 1962. Walt had no direct involvement with the fair, but the fair's directors for both the concession and amusement division and the operations and service division had both worked on Disneyland as designers. Walt enjoyed the fair and complimented the Space Needle, but thought the fair was forced into too small a space. This incoming mail is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. This week's incoming mail came from an originator of ATD. The beginnings of ATD, I would watch Allison and paper artist Russ Romano make incredible art and discuss and demonstrate different mediums and tools. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some regular hosts, or you can follow Art Throwdown 2020 on Instagram. The envelope of my incoming mail was made with a Disney's Animal Kingdom Park map decorated with a cherry sticker, a hand-colored bat sticker, some mountain washi tape, a piece of blue paper cut into the shape of a Trivial Pursuit wedge, a butterfly sticker, a sticker of the United States, and a round panda sticker. Its postmark didn't print properly and was sent with an R2-D2 Forever postage stamp, Scott number 5574. The letter itself is on an Alice in Wonderland-inspired Hello Kitty stationery. It reads, 9-7-2021. Hey there, Clocky. Open up the little envelope to reveal your very own slice of ATD history, and it's totally holographic. I'm staying up until midnight so that I can try to log on to my Disney account and buy the new annual passes. Oh, the suspense. Allison and Pepito. Enclosed in a handmade envelope is a holographic sticker of Pepito. Allison, thank you so much for the letter. Fun fact, when I typed in Pepito into a translator, it translated from Spanish Pepito to English Jiminy. I watched some of Pinocchio in Spanish, and they use this translation, Pepito Grillo, Grillo being Spanish for cricket, in the movie. I hope you were able to get your new annual pass, and if you have any questions where the Walt Disney World mailboxes are, just ask. There are not many out there. Also, I love Allison's dedication to making uniquely crafted envelopes and mailable art. It always reminds me to add just a little flourish to a postcard or a letter. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sent from Disneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sent from Disneyland or on Twitter at sent from Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. 
This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 